What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome, everybody, to a Baseball America High School podcast. I'm Connor Glassy, coming to you from the DeMarini Demo House podcast nook. When it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy, because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right and visit your nearest Demo House today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. Well, with me on the phone today, I've got Jameson Tyone, the top pitcher on our and, and top prospect on our high school baseball top 100 list. Let's listen into the interview. You threw tonight. How did that go? Yeah, it went really well. Uh, we're preseason two in state by uh, the coaches. So we had a big game going up against Knights and State Flower Mound, and you know it was a pretty packed house, scouts and fans and all that. And uh, we won ten to two. After the first five innings, I was through. I think seventy nine pitches, about seventy percent strikes. Basketball sitting 95, 98. I think I actually hit 99 once. So that curveball was up to 86 or 87, and it was pretty sharp. And then I mixed in a few good change-ups. And uh, I really felt really, really good tonight, just locating in and out, up and down, and keeping the hitters off balance and working at different speeds and whatnot. Outstanding. Uh, it was fun going up against the other pitcher, too. He's got a two-lane. His name's Zach Adams. So pretty good lefty, and we got on him early, so it's nice pitching on that support. Yeah. Well, good deal. Yeah, I mean, you guys are obviously a very talented team. Tell me, you know, ranked, uh, you know, in the, in the top 25 for us in the country, tell me about some of the other players on your team that really yeah. make you a complete team. Yeah, well, first off, our team is huge. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the biggest team I've been a part of. We've got... Uh, sophomore move-in catcher. He's like 6'3", 200. He's a linebacker for a football team. We have uh, two brothers, the Cooper brothers. One's going to UNLV for football. They're both 6'3 and above. Then uh, uh, some big starters. We've got Spencer Davis going to A&M. He plays short for us. Hits like three or four hole. And uh, he's a big, lean guy. He's pretty good. And then at third, we've got Nick Fry. He's our number two pitcher. He's going to TCU. He'll touch 90. And uh, in right field, we've got Brian Brickhouse. I'm actually going to bring his house right now to the hot tub. But, uh, oh, nice. He's going to North Carolina to pitch. He's a, he's a junior, right? Now. 
Sure. Did you play other sports growing up? Um, I played a little basketball in junior high, but I've always just been a baseball only guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, every every little kid growing up wants to be a baseball player. When did it hit you that that might actually be a real possibility for you? Um, I'd say my freshman year, when I made varsity at our school, we did come off a national championship in 06. I was in eighth grade, so I came in in ninth grade, and we returned almost our whole team. We had Brett Eisner, who's at Arkansas, Taylor Grody, who's with the Yankees, and a bunch of other big guys like that. Yeah. And once I made varsity and actually got some starts, that's kind of what I realized. You know, if I keep working, I've got a shot to do something big. Sure. That was the year after Kyle Drabeck, yeah, the national championship year? did you consider and what was it about Rice that put that ahead of the rest? Um, I, the other schools that I was kind of talking to a little bit were kind of, you know, UNC, Vanderbilt, LSU, Texas. Yep. And uh, honestly, though, there's never really been another school besides Rice. Uh, just being in Houston, I've always been going to their games. Their academics are incredible. I've got, you know, three other siblings. One's in law school. My sister's in law school. One's becoming an MD. And one's about to finish his PhD at A&M, so the academics were a really big part of it. Sure. And uh, the coaches are incredible, Coach Ray and Coach Pierce and Coach Taylor. And uh, the facilities are pretty incredible, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a perfect fit. So you're the baby then in the family? Yeah, I'm the baby. Yeah? All right. I'm the baby, and I've got some big shoes to throw there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you, coming up, you're, uh, you guys are playing College Park three times this season. Are you yep. are you hoping to match up against and get some revenge on John Sims? Yep. Oh yeah. I actually talked to him pretty regularly about it. You know, last year I honestly think I threw maybe the best game of my life against him. I threw seven innings, like two hits, had maybe like fourteen strikeouts, and we lost one to zero. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, kind of bitter about that still. Yeah. But yeah. It's kind of a friendly rivalry because that whole team I've really played with and played against since I was really really little. Right, you play uh, summer ball with John Sims, is that right? What was that? You play summer summer ball with John Sims? Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. actually. We have a pretty stacked summer team. I've got Tyler Green going to TCU and Trevor Tinkle going to Texas and Sims and Stephon Kite going to TCU. Our pitching staff's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Um, your stuff is pretty well known at this point, uh, but I always like to ask pitchers firsthand to describe their stuff. So, so tell me about your pitches, the grips on those pitches, right. and how you like to use each pitch. Uh, yeah, I definitely say my money pitch is just a good old fourteen fastball. Uh, my ball used to be really flat, and recently it's just started running all over the place. It kind of started at that Under Armour game at Wrigley. All yep. my friends texting me, like, "Dude, your ball is running across the plate." Hmm. So my four teams already got some good movement on it, and I can throw that anywhere, I'd say 94 to 98-ish. I've actually touched 99 a few times early this spring. Yeah. But I love my curveball. It's a spike curve, almost a knuckle curve, but not quite. And uh, that's anywhere from like 82 to 85. And it can be, you know, 
know, buried in the dirt O2, or I can also throw it OO or 2 you know, to get it yeah. on the first strike. But uh, this offseason, my pitching coach, we're working on a slider, which I'm um, hoping to get up into the upper 80s right now. It's around 85, 86. And then uh, I've got to change up. I don't use it too much, but it's actually a pretty good pitch. And uh, that's anywhere mid, mid upper 80s. And it's a circle change. And I'm pretty comfortable throwing it, but I don't really need to speed up hitters' bats right now. So. Yeah, exactly. Tell me about the decision to start you know, messing around with a slider. Because, you know, you said you love yeah, your curveball. Yeah. We love your curveball, too. I mean, that's, that's, that thing is awesome to watch. What, what was the decision process yeah. to start you know, messing around with both breaking pitches? Um, yeah, I've kind of been toying around with it for a little while. And then I was always kind of just a fun pitch for me to throw. And one day I was in the bullpen and the pitching coach was kind of like, you know, try this. And he works with guys like Scott Casimir and Homer Bailey and, you know, pretty well-known pitching coach around here. And we started playing with it. Then it got to the point where it was extremely sharp and I could throw it for strike, back door and whatnot. So uh, I'm still working on that. But at the next level, if they tell me to pitch it, I'd be fine going three-pitch, fastball, curveball, change. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is your approach different when you're facing – high school guys with metal bats than when you're facing, you know, guys in summer with wood bats? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big approach change. And uh, it's always tough for me that first scrimmage because I'm so used to in the summer, you know, just pumping fastballs inside, breaking bats, blowing right. by people. And uh, in high school, yeah, they're not as good hitters, obviously, but if they time that fastball, they have to just put the bat on the ball and it flies. So... In high school, I actually do a little more working backwards. I'm mostly to throw a first-pitch curveball. And uh, I actually worked outside more in high school ball and inside more in summer ball. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Tell me about your between-starts routine. What's your workout schedule like for the days when you're not pitching? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, let's say I'll do this week, for example. I threw today. I have a workout tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. down in Palm Ball with my trainer. And he's... He's pretty well known in our area too. He works with guys like Jorge Cantu and Adam Dunn, guys like Matt Perk and Shelby Miller. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do infusion stuff, so he'll stretch my arm out, give me some heat in my arm, then we'll do legs and core. And then uh, on Saturday, I'll throw some long toss, get some good running in there, stretch it out. And that's when uh, all the blood starts flowing and my arm kind of starts getting a lot better. And then on the third or fourth day, I generally throw a bullpen. And then the day before starts, I take it pretty easy and might throw like a touch and feel bullpen or a flat ground. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Um, what What's something that you're working to improve this year? Um, I think I'm working to improve. It's about really my overall game on the field. It's just kind of off the field, just taking everything in stride, just focusing on what I can control. Uh, we have. Coach Eastman, my high school coach, really preaches that. You know, focus, focus on uh, what's in your hands. So I'm just kind of focusing on going out and doing my thing every game and not letting all the press and scouts get to me. So I'd say that's what I'm really working on. Sure. It must be it must be a little overwhelming. I mean, um, I, I imagine there's, you know, a dozen, you know, more scouts at every game and, you know, a bunch of media requests and everything like that. Yeah, tonight after the game, you guys came up to me. I, the Padres assistant GM was there. There's some other assistant GMs and the scouting director, Diamondback scouting director, uh, team of best scouting director out there. Yeah. Pretty neat because I get to meet with all these people in the offseason. 
But, you know, you see them out there doing their job. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Kind of develop a relationship with each of them. Yeah, I, I, I've heard you, you've met with all 30 teams already. Yeah, yeah. I really tried to get them all into the house before the season starts so I can focus on the team for the spring. Sure, sure. Let's talk about your summer a little bit. Um, you logged as many miles as anybody with, you know, PG National, yeah. Under Armour, Aflac, Tournament Stars, and then, of course, Team yeah. USA. What, yeah, was that, um, what was that whole experience uh, like? Yeah, it was, it was a big summer. It was a lot of fun. I got to meet a bunch of great guys. I remember I started off with that perfect game national in Minneapolis. I didn't know anybody there. I just kind of went, did my thing, and flew away. And then you kind of get to know everybody by the end, you know. Yeah. You know, text with all the guys. Uh, I should say it definitely topped it all off at the end there. Winning a gold medal was pretty incredible. Yeah. But uh, the summer was incredible because, you know, I was flying around so much, but I was also at home a lot, so I got to train a lot in the summer, too. So I really picked and choose kind of what I wanted to do pretty selectively. Sure. But, yeah, it was a fun summer. I went out and accomplished all my goals, which was really under armor, athletic, and won a gold with USA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, winning a gold with the junior national team, I mean, no matter what happens from here on out, that's something you're going to be able to tell your grandkids about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what they said to us, too. Whenever we went for trials, the first day we got there, they were like, you know, no matter what happens with you guys, you're competing for something special, and uh, no one can take away a gold medal from you. So, that's right. you know, work hard and go, take, go do our, our business down there, and uh, that's something you'll cherish forever, and... At the time, you don't realize how special it is when you come back home and you miss all the guys so much and the experiences, and it really was just the most incredible experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, you know, in addition, they treat us like kings at those events when you go down to Venezuela and it's just awful conditions. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it is different because instead of just you know going to a typical showcase where you're there for you know a day or you know, a couple of days, right. you were there for a while. So in addition to the right. honor of being able to play for them and represent your country, do you feel that experience better prepared you for what to expect when you get into pro ball? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, as far as handling adversity and things like that, I don't think anything can top that. So if we could perform how we did down there under those conditions, I think we can kind of handle anything. And, uh, I mean, small beds, pillows were awful, mm-hmm. uh, no hot water, just things like that, even toilets didn't flush all the time, and, you know, just re- the food was awful, I think I lost 10 pounds. Really? And, uh, yeah, the way I put it is, if I can handle that and perform the way we did in Cuba and Venezuela and Panama and all those teams, I think we can handle just about anything that comes our way. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you spent a lot of time this summer with guys you'll probably be seeing a lot more of as you, as you all progress through college ball or through the minor leagues. Which players did you come closest with? Which players did I come closest with? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty easy. We got made fun of a lot on Team USA. Carson Woodson and I hit it off. We became best buds. We roomed together for Under Armour, and then we got to room together for USA, both in North Carolina and down in Venezuela. And uh, we just hit it off. I mean, we're talking on the phone almost every day, telling each other how we're doing and all that. And uh, it's pretty neat because we don't just have to talk baseball either. We we talk other stuff. We're true friends. And uh, also Tony Walters, he's a roommate down in Venezuela. So yeah, I'd say the whole team you'll say though, you grow so close because you really rely on each other when you're down there. It's all you have. So yeah, we all became really close. 
Oh, good, good. Um, all right, well, well, thank you for taking so much time. You have time for a couple more fun questions? You have time for a few more questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw on your on your high school site that you're having a, a chicken wing eating contest with with College Park and Oak, Oak Ridge. Uh, are you are you gonna win that? Okay. Well, <laughs> we're we're hoping to get back on the winning side of this. Uh, 07, we had a tight end go to Purdue, Colton McKee, and a first baseman that's at A&M, Brett Parsons. They carried us, and then the past few years have kind of been slacking, but. It's actually something we take pride in. I don't think I'm going to participate in it, though. <laughs> Those things are burning hot, and you're just devouring them. Oh, so, so, so this is a tradition. These are, these are hot wings, huh? Do it. This is a tradition, uh, and, yeah. and they're, they're actually hot wings? It's definitely bragging rights for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, many does it ta- how many does the winning team usually eat? Um, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure how much the exact number is, but... They go by positions, so they break uh-huh. it down. Like, there's two pitchers, two <laughs> catchers, two infielders, two outfielders, and then two coaches. And it's whoever a team, like, finishes their batches the quickest overall wins. Wow, all right. So, hopefully we can take it this year. Okay, so it's a speed thing, not not like a quantity. Right. right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, let me ask you some of your, some of your favorites. What, what's your favorite food? Musical group or or, or artist. What was that? Favorite musical group or artist. Um, that's tough too. I listen to a lot of Texas country, and then uh, Incubus. And I'm a big Incubus fan. I've seen them live, and then John Mayer. I'm a big fan of too. All right, pretty you know broad spectrum there. Yeah. 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 I listen to just about anything. Yeah. What about favorite movie? Another wide spectrum. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's your favorite non-sports website? Non-sports website? Huh. I'd say YouTube. There you go. <laughs> There's some hilarious videos on there. I could watch those all day, and then the music videos, too. Do you, awesome. you have a favorite video that stands out? Um, let's see. I'd say... Comedy-wise, there's a guy named Rackham Willie on there who's pretty funny. Yeah. And then uh, also Yucko the Clown video. He's pretty, pretty crude humor, but it's hilarious. All right, all right. Um, do you have any any stupid human tricks or any hidden talents? Um, I don't really have any hidden talents. One thing my teammates get kind of disgusted over is how flexible my arm is. Yeah. I can bend it in weird ways, and my elbows are like hypermobile, so I can bend it weird, and I'm extremely flexible with that. Really? That's and interesting. I guitar, I'm proud of that, too. <laughs> What's that, you play guitar? Yeah, I, I picked it up when I got home from Team USA. Okay. I had a lot of off time. I wasn't throwing for two months. I wasn't hurt. I just took off time for my arm, and I was kind of bored, so I just picked up guitar. <laughs> yeah? And it's going well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm progressing slowly, but surely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, final question. If you could invite four people to a dinner party, living or dead, who would they be? All right, let's see. I'd say... Uh, that's, a, that's a tricky one. Huh, 
say, I guess President Obama, just because he's the president, that'd be neat. Uh, I'd say Bud Selig, that'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> um, Josh Beckett, he's my idol, being yeah. around here, he's my pitching guy I look up to. And then Nolan Ryan. All right, that's that's a good mix. I'll mix it up, baseball, yeah. non-baseball. <laughs> yeah. I'm All right, man. John Mayer would be a close fit. Okay. All right. Well, hey, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, I think that covers it. Thanks, man. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much. We appreciate it, and uh, good luck this season. Alrighty. Thank All right. You. Nice talking to you. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was Jameson Tyone. Thank you so much for listening to a Baseball America High School podcast. And remember, when it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy, because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right and visit your nearest demo house today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.